Welcome to Talking Health Tech. My name is Peter Birch, and this is a podcast of conversations with doctors, developers, and decision makers that are playing in the Australian health tech scene today. Here today is Rafik Abib. Rafik has spent the last 20-something years in health. His foundations are in technical IT and development, and he's the CEO and co-founder of clinic to cloud which is a local cloud-based practice and clinical management platform that is striving to optimize medical practices and enabling better patient engagement. Thanks for joining me, Rafik. Hi, Peter. Good to see you again, and thank you for having me here. No worries. No worries. Um, we're... Uh, we're going to talk a lot of lot of stuff that's that's about the cloud and about technology and 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 everything in between. So um, appreciate you taking the time to to come in and chat. Actually, it's good because I try and get everyone to come into the studio and 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 I talk to really busy people. So sometimes I think that you know the your 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 phone is off. So hopefully the world doesn't implode for you not being on your phone for thirty minutes. But it's good to be able to step away and kind of chat about things because you're a busy guy. So I appreciate you. Uh, Taking the time. I'm sure you've got a very capable team that can go 30 minutes without you. So. Yeah, I think my team will be fine. It's actually <laughs> a bliss to have the phone off. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, good one. Okay, so so uh, tell me tell me a bit about Clinic to Cloud. Why did you and about the journey of, of Clinic to Cloud? I guess the journey um, goes back a few years. Probably about the time I decided to enter the healthcare space, which is which goes back to about 22 years ago. Right. Wow. Um, it's a great story, actually. I'm going to go ahead and tell it. Sure. Um, my uh, my father had eye problems. Now he was looking for someone to treat him. Mm. And uh, it turned out that he'd, uh, he had a detached retina okay. and in both eyes. And uh, we we're looking for someone who could deal with it. Eventually he found a young surgeon just in Macquarie Street. And uh, he examined my dad and he said, I know what's wrong, but it's quite serious. I need to operate on your right eye today and your left eye next week. Otherwise, you will go blind. Oh. Like, okay, sure. Let's, let's, uh, let's do what you need to. And he turned around to his PC at the time. He was typing something in and the PC locked up. And I said, uh, uh, Dr. Chang at the time, I said, Dr. Chang, I'll... Uh, I'll fix that for you. Just look after my dad as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said, uh, you and this? I said, yes. He said, I'll take you up on that. But not now. This is not my practice. I've just just got my fellowship and and I'll give you a call. Gave me a call a few months later. Obviously, my dad's better then. Oh, good. Um, yeah. And he's better. He's still good today. Oh, good. Um, gave me a call a few days later. He said, uh, Rafik, it's Andrew. Can I? Can we catch up? setting up a practice need your help so i gave him a quote i did the job from there i started getting referrals you're you're an it yeah it consultant so it services yeah um about six months later with lots of referrals coming my way from the healthcare space i decided to this was about 99 i I decided to drop off all other customers and focus on healthcare wow today Andrew is my business partner in Clinic to Cloud. Get out. There you go. <laughs> That's, That's the such a cool story. That's the journey. I love it. I and, love it. And another founder is uh, is an obstetrician um, along with an executive team and hmm. and uh, advisors, GPs, pediatricians, ENTs, a huge variety of advisors. And we, about five years ago, five, six years ago, I 
decided to sell that previous IT consulting business because I was getting frustrated with 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 such a core focus on IT rather than solutions for for the healthcare professionals. Mm. Um, this was about five and a half years ago, and wanted to do something different. I wanted to give clinicians mobility so they can have information when they need it. So they can see their schedule, believe it or not. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we started Clinics of Cloud. Wow. There so. you go. And so it's a, a cloud-based practice management. Practice and clinical management. So it delivers the full suite of uh, what a practice needs from managing a, a clinician's schedule, type of appointments, multiple locations, um, operating, treating, consulting, doing ward rounds, home visits, whatever it is you're doing, mm. um, through to clinical note taking, capturing um, clinical notes, investigating, prescribing, uh, managing letters, vitals, reporting all the way back out to billing integration to into Medicare Eclipse, all the secure messaging platforms. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I shouldn't say all of them. So the the big three medical objects, HealthLink and Argus. Yeah, yeah. And I hear interoperability is on its way, which is really exciting. Oh, like all the the secure messaging. The secure messaging, playing, so playing nicely, playing nice together. I understand. That. That'd be crazy. That'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. Um, so that's really exciting. So I hear one's already up and running. So that's quite exciting. Mm-hmm. And then integration into Zero, Clink to Cloud to Zero, integrations into Tyro. So okay. So quite yeah. a rich platform. Yeah. yeah. The mobility aspect of it is quite fun for clinicians. Um, we released a mobile app in 2016, I think. Okay. And then I called a few doctors and I said, what do you like about the app? And they said, I can see my schedule. Yeah, right. That's why I made that comment earlier because I thought that was, thought that was something that you and I have done for 15, 20 years. Yeah, every day. So all the time. All, that's, yeah, that's yeah. how it works. And yeah. and uh, so they can see, and at first I thought it was a little bit funny to, to, to think that they can see their schedule. Then I thought about it and I thought, that's actually information at the point of care if you think about it. So I can see who my first patient is, where and when, and whether or not I've seen them before. Hmm. So it does prepare your mindset as a clinician hmm. walking into, yeah. into your consult rooms that morning and, and being prepared as opposed to guessing. Makes sense. Check my calendar yeah. on the way into work. And I think everyone does. You know, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do. So, cool. um, and, and so l- l- just, um, just so we're clear as well. So, um, are, are we talking like a true cloud kind of, uh, thing that clinic to cloud is? And when I say true cloud, do you even know what the hell I mean by true <laughs> cloud? Like what is it like for me? <laughs> I'm doing a lot of inverted commas, but everyone says, Oh, well, is it true cloud or is it like semi cloud or like what, like what's, what, what, what are you talking about there? <laughs> you know, I, I, re- I was presenting recently and, and I had similar questions and at first I thought someone wasn't being serious with me, but then I realized that no, that there is, we need to explain that. We need to understand what true cloud is. So software as a service, mm. true cloud, that's, that's the definition of true cloud today. True cloud is not. Um, connecting remotely using terminal server Citrix true cloud is being able to access an application through a web browser or an application on your smart device from wherever you are walk into a cafe anywhere open a browser type in clinktocloud.com login 
put your username, password, put your second factor authentication in, and you're in. Right. right. So that's that's true cloud. Hosted on um, one of the major players, we, we use Microsoft Azure mm-hmm. because they have data centers locally and highly available, highly secure. But uh, the, if you think about those vendors, they are designed to provide a home for applications like us. Mm-hmm. We're a very secure home and highly available so that we can just focus on making solutions, making more software for our customers. Yeah. You're talking like Azure and AWS. And Correct. Azure, AWS, yeah. Google Cloud. Oh, yeah. 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 So. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Got it. So um, I, I, I get it. I get cloud. Um, and, 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 and you know I do, obviously. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but why doesn't health... Like, we're seeing some progression and there's more, cl- like, more, more practice management, more, more, more clinics using cloud. But, like, uh, so many practice management systems are server-based and it's such an uphill battle to get, like, a lot of doctors to, you know, use the cloud. Um, in inverted commas. I feel like I'm going to do a lot of inverted commas today and it's a podcast, so it's kind of pointless. But um, so, so why aren't I'm enjoying we all, them. Why, yeah, you're good, good. I'm <laughs> glad you... Um, so why aren't we all in the cloud? So so the cloud journey... The, the, the cloud journey, I understand it's... There, there's... You need to build up the trust, so to speak. You need to, you need, you need to get um, the industry moving towards... This journey now the cloud is not is not totally new. There's I think there's a misconception about what it is. It's just using the internet in a better way, really. Right. Um, we've been using every claim that we've submitted to Medicare in the past thirty years gone through the internet. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's using the cloud. Right. That was our early iteration of using the cloud. Mm. Now what we needed to do and what we need to do, and I think more and more vendors are doing it now. Most of the majors have either announced that they're building a cloud product or have a cloud product. Mm. And then there's where you came from, yep. Medi Records, Clinic to Cloud. Yep. Um, I think we were the first. I don't know who. I think so. Who who, who came to the market first? Probably me. Oh, I, I reckon we that? did, but that's okay. <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> that's not why we're here, Rafi. That's not why we're here. But I did that on purpose, obviously. <laughs> okay, okay. I actually don't know who came onto the market first. <laughs> we'll flip a coin. But we'll flip a coin later. Okay. Um, but uh, but but the cloud discussion. So in, if you think you probably went through the same phase in 2015, 2016, every single conversation was, oh, I'm not sure I can trust the cloud. Sure. Today, every conversation is around, you know, what features do you have? Because yes. we're only interested in the cloud solution and is yours good enough? 100%. And that's a healthy conversation. That's what we, that, these are the conversations we want to have. Mm. We want to have a conversation around solution-based. Does this thing do what I need it to do? Yeah. Because as a practice, you still have fundamental functionality that you need. Mm. And and you just you don't just go out and buy the latest and greatest cloud solution just because it's cloud. You've got to make sure it works for you. Right. And if they're all, if we're all the same, then it'd just be a price game after that. Like it like tick that it's cloud and then that's it. Like so it's so much more than that, right? So it's it's about it's about features, it's about about capability, it's about the what it enables for the practice to do. More well, than just yeah. I, I hope that I think I think at some point it'll be a price a price gain, but I think we're a long way away from yeah. that. There is so much to do mm. around around interoperability, around connecting platforms, around patient engagement, information at the point of care for clinicians, and 
enabling the practice better. If you if you if you sit behind uh, the front desk of a, of a reception desk in practice, mm. and you listen to the amount of calls that come through that occupy almost a full time person, fielding questions on I forgot what my appointment was. Mm. Um, what is your address again? Yeah, I lost my invoice. Can you um, can you resend that? Can yeah. you resend that? Um, how much do I? what is your fee and what is my out of pocket and how much do I get back from Medicare? And these are all, we're paying people to to deal with these mundane tasks that we can simply outsource through an app. So so th- these are the conversations we're having today, but then th- this is, if you think about it, that's how I think about it anyway. I, I think about building blocks. This is one of the best healthcare systems in the world. We have amazing doctors, we have longevity, we. We, we do anything for for human life. Right. So how do you how do you take one of the best healthcare systems in the world and make it better? I think what I think there are probably three key points, which is the information at the key at the point of care for a clinician, empower them with information mm-hmm. so they can make decisions, be, better decisions, faster decisions. Interoperability is the other one. So the more the industry gets cloud savvy, the more all the vendors get on the cloud onto cloud solutions. The more, the more we can connect things together. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's one of the key pillars to making healthcare better. That 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 sh- sharing of information um, at the right level with security, with privacy, met, and all that. And mm-hmm. and I think that's that's where we we're we're going to make this this industry better. Is if I'm a patient, am I going to notice whether my doctor is using a server-based thing or a cloud-based thing like you know because we, we we talk about better patient outcomes and you know the, 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 this is you use a cloud-based thing and you're going to be able to you know dear doctor you're going to be able to deliver better patient outcomes by using a cloud-based thing but in the end if it's just like to, to store the notes or to provide information to a doctor the doctor's the one that's provi- like doing the, the the better patient care how does how does that system actually do that Depending on the type of doctor you're visiting, obviously. Not type as in personality, whether or not they're reliable. Type as in, are they trauma? Are they obstetricians? Are they GPs? Are they available after hours? Mm. Uh, Or clinician of any sort, depending on the type of clinician, I should say. Mm. Um, If they need, if if you call a clinician, if you're doing a a nursing home visit, and you either have a suitcase with all the files, and Mm. hopefully none of them are missing, yeah. Or you have an app with all information. Yeah. Or if you think about children, you've got children. I, do, I have many children, it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> you have the blue book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, 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 those the, the annoying blue, book. blue books. Yes. 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 So what if, what if I said to you, um, you'd have a portal, you'd log in, and all the information is there as well. Mm-hmm. So is it... Is it at the level that we need it to be? It's not, not yet. But again, if you think about cloud as an enabler of that, yeah, then it will come together at some point. Yeah, yeah. And the my HR is a big player to that. Right. My HR is going to be core to that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an advocate. Yeah. yeah. And you guys play nicely with with that whole. Correct. Thing as well. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, cool. Um, so. If I'm a doctor and I and I've you know been using something like 
best practice or medical director or junior or you know checks it doesn't matter which one it is it's it, a server-based thing a practice management system um and i'm looking to implement a cloud-based practice management system it feels like a remarkably daunting task to rip out my old practice management system and replace it with a new thing um like it feels like my practice has got to stop um patients are going to fall off the face of the earth everything was set on fire it's like a daunting kind of and and and, and rightfully um it, it's a big blocker to a lot of doctors kind of transitioning over to a new practice management system um so so how do you guys actually deal with that big blocker so the first piece um there are two major challenges to to the journey and they are first of all is the data conversion piece right making sure data is converted properly and it's um, sitting where it needs to be sitting and it's available the way it needs to be available and that's always fun as you know <laughs> as you well know <laughs> yeah. um, and the the second piece is um, the part that you spoke about the daunting part and, and that's the probably the most important piece and that's uh, change management sure so when I present uh, to groups who are looking to learn about that process, I, I ask a question, are you, are you, do you have a culture of change? Because that is absolutely critical and important. It is, like you said, it, it is a heavy lift, it's a big deal. Mm. I never underplay the, the importance of it. Mm. And you are changing the way you deliver your business. I went through it in our business internally, so we got rid of everything physical and we went to Salesforce right. and Zero and yeah. HubSpot and yeah. Yeah. everything cloud. And um, there's a there's a re-education process. So when you've got 65 people to train, it's it's a heavy lift. Sure. And uh, we have an internal trainer, we have internal trainers. Mm. Yeah. You need you need a buy-in from the teams. So whether you have two people in your practice or 400 in your practice, mm. you need buy-in. You need yeah. to you need to communicate that process and and bring people on that journey. So it's a big investment. Yeah. And yeah. It's um long-term pays off so so um it, do you find that it's more new new builds like new clinics it feels like it's it, it would be much easier for a brand new clinic starting up from scratch to to just you know use a brand new fresh thing fresh out of the box practice management system so is it mainly new cloud uh, sorry new new practices embracing the cloud or um is it the the ones with the really old tech that just can't cope anymore I'd like to answer that differently. Sure, <laughs> please do. So, as you can imagine, there are early adopters. Yeah. In every sector, and we had early adopters, mm. and they were mixed. Obviously, the the brand the newbies. Yeah. Are the easiest. Sure. Um, there's no legacy of anything there, and they love the new tech and mm. the mobility aspect of it. The and learning something new it's you know you, you if you if you're a young fellow you're building up you, you're about to go into private practice it's an important tool it's probably one of the most important things you're going to buy because that's going to show you the number of patients how many you saw how many you treated how many are better how much money you made etc mm, really. all, all, all those things so it's 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 one of the key functions to your success oh. um after 36 years of training but then you're right so then there was the, the next wave of of uh, existing practices, 
Um, some of the larger ones who need more reach, if they have multiple locations, they have doctors in many locations, staff in many locations, it just makes sense for them to have a one platform that's uniform and easy to deploy. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think about the cloud and I think, okay, security is like, you know, a big important factor and moving onto the cloud will make things much more secure. Every day, or it feels like every day, we would hear about, you know, that there's very big organizations that invest a lot of money in data security being being hacked or a lot of, you know, personal information has been sent out. And now, you know, there's more kind of notification um, required from, from, from these companies too. So you, you might receive an email from them saying, hey, you signed up for our service 15 years ago um, and now someone's got your data or something like that. Maybe not as dramatic as that. But so so then it, it is is... And so then I've heard a lot of people talk about how um, in this day and age, oh, I did the hands again. In this day and age, um, it's not a matter of um, if your data is going to be breached, but when. So is this just something that we need? Like, so so moving to the cloud, ergo, moving to the cloud means that your data is going to get breached. So... Um, I'm extrapolating things here, but but how do you how do you address that? Like that that's that's kind of becoming. Is this a, a just a fact of life now, or are there kind of means to address that, or what's the what the, you know how do we deal with that? The security aspect, the, the the level of investment that's going into securing cloud as as a service platform, whether it's the Microsofts or the Googles or the Amazons. Mm-hmm. Um, I often quote, um, last I checked was mid last year, Microsoft was up to 70 billion USD in spend on their Azure platform, right. their cloud offering. So if you think about that, uh, most governments can't afford that sort of dollars to sure. to deploy. Yeah. So there's a huge amount of investment and that's just Microsoft. And then they've got 800 people around the clock monitoring their, their environments. Mm. Then people like us have to also invest in the security aspect of the platform. Mm. So we have to have the right level of encryption. I think Google just introduced a new strategy where if your website doesn't have encryptions, then they won't even yeah. they'll skip over it. Yeah, right. So it's getting much more serious around cloud security. Yes, there has been incidents in the past, um, but if you think about the Microsoft Azure's and the in the medical clouds, um, I haven't heard of any incidents, not in Australia anyway. No. There hasn't been any. But there's been a lot of on-premise incidents. Sure. Many, including the paper-based incident in Strathfield, right? Yeah. Where someone threw out uh, medical files in the in the bin publicly. Yeah. Um, so, so if I had to bet, I'd be betting on cloud. Mm. Um, already bet on cloud <laughs> just a bit evidence yes <laughs> just a little bit just a few dollars yes um so you you can probably uh, correlate the, the concept of cloud to to airlines right mm. if um the the level of investment that goes in is just phenomenal to to secure it right got it um so so Moving now to, to Clinics Cloud, looking at the team. So you've, you've got a pretty big team now. So, so congratulations on that. Thank firstly. you. That's a sign of success. Um, and, and many of them are in, in Sydney as well in the CBD. So um, is, what's it like running a, a, 
a startup or scale up or whatever, you, whatever, or whatever up you are, uh, like health tech company, <laughs> um, in 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 an expensive Sydney like Sydney. I'm not just talking rent. I'm talking about everything. So and 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 the word at the moment is um, Australia could be doing more or better at supporting, you know, innovation in startups and uh, fostering growth in in that kind of space, particularly in the in the tech world. So, do you feel any of that being such a a, a growing tech organization in the heart of the CBD? I, I do. Um, I think you've gathered by now I'm a storyteller. So I have another story to tell. Please do. <laughs> I, I remember early on um, when we first started the business, didn't didn't have any staff. We And then we hired our first BA, business analyst. Mm-hmm. And all I thought about back then was the source code. Okay to protect the source code yes. someone might get to my source code <laughs> okay and then and then i as the business starts growing and you start scaling and we're we're in a scale-up mode you'd say that's what we call ourselves anyway yep. um then you realize that um the most important thing is is your team hmm. getting the right people on board the, the right vision looking after them, supporting them, making them successful as part of the journey. And it's all about the people. It's probably, I've used the analogy, I usually use, I use my hands as well, but it's not gonna work here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, use the, your imagination. <laughs> use your imagination, people. The, the, the biggest bucket is the people bucket. So, so coming back to your point about startups and scale-ups and the mentality, I, I think there, there needs, so I, I see some effort like from um, from the Atlassian guys, which is amazing. Yep. Um, but I think there needs to be more around that. I think we have such a great opportunity to to leverage the culture of startups here, and and there's there's conversation around it, but I don't think everyone quite believes it yet. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're on the verge of it, but we're not into it. I'd like to see a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, big business getting behind it, um, government getting behind it. It's a huge opportunity to to leverage the talent, and I can only think from a healthcare perspective. I think there are so many opportunities in healthcare um, for us to to become the healthcare hub of Asia, mm. and it's untapped. And if we don't if we don't get strategic about it, think about it the right way, fuel it the right way, get policy behind it, get money behind mm. it, then we will probably miss that opportunity. Um, but it's a, it's a it's a green field. It's an area that we're not familiar with. It's not mining, so yeah. <laughs> so we we need to learn how to do it fast. Yeah. Otherwise, um, you know, there are a lot of um, countries around us who who are starting who who are doing it better. Yeah. The window's open now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, lastly, to close it out. Um, so so what's next for you guys? What's big? What's on the horizon? What's long term for Clinic to Cloud and you? Stay the course. Yep. We we have we've had a great journey to date. Um, the next big piece I think is going to be interoperability. Right. I think I think I'm I'm really passionate about that. I think it will make a huge difference to the healthcare space, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll hear me talk a lot about it across the board. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. Rafiq, thanks so much for the chat. Thanks again, Peter.
Thanks for listening to Talking Health Tech. My name is Peter Birch. Go do some stuff on our socials and website, share it with some people, and give us a nice review and a five-star rating because it all helps to spread the word and get people talking. Until next time, I'm out of here.